is a Eurovision takeover. Hey, this is Amy Shepard. Hi, this is Courtney. This is Alfie Curie. Hey, this is Ella Hooper taking over with Joey Groff. Kate Miller, hi, hello. Hi, Joey. Hey, Kate, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Going very, very well. Um, this must be a very exciting time for you. Uh, it is. Why did you decide you wanted to be a part of Eurovision? Uh, I've always been a fan, um, particularly in the last three or four years since Australia has been involved with it. Um, my friends often have Eurovision parties and we all dress up and I, I just love how crazy bonkers it is and what a <laughs> massive spectacle. It's extremely camp and theatrical. Um, it's a lot of the things that I love and I just felt I couldn't um, pass up the opportunity to, to be involved. And the performance, of course, is a major part of it. Not just the song, but of course, the dress or the gown that you try to use, what you do on stage. Has that been something you've been thinking about a lot? Yes, it has been. Um, I've <laughs> I've been fielding a lot of calls and texts about the outfit. I haven't actually seen it yet, but I'll be seeing it tomorrow for the first time. So oh, I'm hoping that it fits. <laughs> but yeah, the the um the staging is certainly like an important part with my song too, you know, Zero Gravity, it's, it is so visual in a lot of ways. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of visual surprises. I'm not going to give away any spoilers right now, but um, I think, yeah, expect the unexpected. No, we'll wait until we see it on TV, but we want to talk a little bit more about Zero Gravity because you wrote it with uh, your partner, your husband, uh, which you guys do a lot of stuff together. And um, I love this because I think everyone's got something different. All the contestants have something different. Obviously, you having a classical background and them coming into pop and kind of mixing those two genres together because I've got to say this is probably my favourite part of the song when I first heard it for the first time. I'm going with this That's just very cool <laughs> as a way of I love just how you've you know obviously descending and and and, go, and rising uh, through those through those words. It's really really different. I think something that uh, no one else is going to be uh, kind of showing off. Well, I think that's what what the strength of this lineup is, is that it's so eclectic. Like it's a more eclectic lineup than you'd ever see, Most you know, definitely. on any other stage for any reason. And, and everybody is so fantastic in their own field, in their own niche. And that's what's going to make it a great concert, I think. Now, 180 million people watch Eurovision. If you get through and you head off and represent Australia. Uh, that's a lot of people seeing your face on television. Yeah, that's um, that's a terrifying thought. Thank <laughs> you for bringing it up. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll do fine. You've been doing this for a very, very long time. And you obviously, uh, not just in this space, but also in uh, the musical space, you've been uh, doing a lot of writing and stuff like that over the last couple of years. Yeah, um, I, I've... My collaborator and I wrote the music and lyrics for Muriel's Wedding, the musical, yeah. which um, had a great opening season in Sydney last year, and is um, it's about it's in rehearsals again and going on a national tour, which is super exciting and also weirdly sort of related to Eurovision with the whole ABBA thing. Um, you know, we've weaved in a few of the original ABBA songs from the movie oh, wow. into the original score, um, and ABBA are actually characters in the musical as well. They're sort of Muriel's. Um, imaginary friends slash sort of guiding angels 
and um, and so yeah, the whole Eurovision thing is it's kind of it is weird. Now, with of course uh, only a few days away, uh, how nerves? How are you feeling? Uh, are you ready to go? Like, uh, are there any things that you kind of ha- have had to kind of, I guess, work on, or is everything kind of you feeling kind of tip top and ready to go? Um, look, I before I got here, I was um, a bit feeling a bit terrified, <laughs> but now that I'm here, like the vibe is just so amazing. Like it's yeah, it's like being at music camp on steroids. It's like just all these amazing people everywhere and everybody's so lovely and you know we've got hundreds of people here working very hard to to put on an amazing show so now that I'm here it just it it just feels like a lot of fun and I'm going to say I feel like you guys all are kind of it's not even though it is a competition you're all just there together to celebrate music and to uh just have some fun exactly exactly that's what it that's what it feels like and to me you know I'm looking at this as as an end in itself and there are so many amazing musicians and deserving winners on the lineup so i'm just really just embracing this mini eurovision experience and for us uh, i guess what's the process in going up and being a part of eurovision do you just send music off or is there like a performance you have to do to try and get into the this actual part of the competition like how did you get started on this journey yeah well that's the um the cool thing is that this is actually the first time that this has ever been embarked upon in australia um and it's the whole thing's been spearheaded by by paul clark who's you know um i think you know been quite a visionary in this regard and he um he put together an application process which is basically an online application process yep um and everybody had to go through the same thing and and so a bunch of, you know, um, complete unknowns applied and songwriters applied and some of some songs got paired with artists and, um, so, you know, he's chosen a sort of a complete, um, very young, new musician called Leon Anos, who's amazing. Um, it's pretty much, you know, an unknown. And, yeah. and, um, and then there's, you know, older veterans, <laughs> hate that word, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, um, there's, you know, people like, yeah, I mean, Ella Hooper and, yeah. and Tanya Doko and Mickey Ross from Electric Fields, who's like one of my dearest old friends. So, yeah, it's a it's a real mix. Do you think your experience and being in the game for as long as you have is going to be an advantage for you or do you think it'll, it'll help? Oh, look, no, not, not necessarily yeah. either way. I, I think um, this is... This is on such a huge scale. I, mm. I've never ever done anything on this scale before. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, for me, this is all new. Well, we are very excited to have you uh, perform for us. Obviously, it's going to be broadcast right around the country, and Australia is going to have their chance to choose exactly who they want uh, to represent us this year and we've done so well in Eurovision over the last couple of years for a country that's only been doing it for the last you know four years. Uh, we've always, you know, sat around in the uh, the top twenty. Yeah, well, I think you know Australians um, can get pretty competitive, and you know, we, yeah, this is like the cultural equivalent of a sporting match. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, since we've we've been involved, like people are really invested in it and um, really want to make it good.
Because it's not just about the performance or even because uh, I've spoken to Duncan James from Blue about that, about this before because they uh, were in Eurovision back in 2011. And he said, you know, it's not just about the performance, it's about the songs, also uh, about the popularity of your country because obviously countries will kind of vote for other countries that they like. or So, you know, there's a whole, it's, it's a whole different game when you're getting involved in it really, isn't it? Oh yeah, uh, totally. There's there are all those voting blocks and stuff. I I, I don't really know much <laughs> about that to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, like maybe Australia's like sort of neutral territory because we're so new. Um, <laughs> people don't have any bad associations the, with us yet. The, I don't the, know. The Sweden of uh, of Eurovision, but not actually Sweden. <laughs> yeah, the Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for just giving us a little bit of your time. I know you're very busy at the moment, obviously getting prepared and ready for the show. Uh, we can't wait. I've obviously, as you said, you've got a, a, uh, an outfit coming, which you haven't even got into <laughs> yet. So fingers crossed for you that it fits and it, uh, it, it's all ready to go. <laughs> Thank you. No, no problem Thanks, at all. Joey. Thank you so much for the chat and uh, good luck. Pleasure. Thank you. Takeover. This is a Eurovision Takeover. Hey, this is Amy Shepherd. Hi, this is Courtney. This is Alfie Curie. Hey, this is Ella Hooper taking over with Joey Groff. Hello, Hoopa! Hello, Yay! hi, hi, hi. The, the, the sweat is on my palms. The, 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 I'm nervous, I'm excited, I'm ready to go. The question, obviously, that I have to ask everyone, why Eurovision? Why did you decide that you wanted to be a part of it? Obviously, this year, much different every other year because uh, everyone can be involved, whether you're an unknown or obviously been in the ministry for a very long time. You can just uh, go online and, and register. Yeah, I think it's good to be an early adopter. Like sometimes in my career, I've been like, oh, that's just a fad. That'll never take off with things like, you know, Facebook and YouTube. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm notoriously bad for picking things up quickly. Yep. But I thought this was pretty cool that this is the very first year that we've had the sort of the national heat before we send someone overseas. And it's a big honour to be asked to even, you know, think about representing your country. And I'm certainly not sporty, so I was never going to go to the Olympics. So I may as well go to the Olympics of music. This is the Eurovision. sport of season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Make my parents proud. Because <laughs> there's 180 million people who watch this. It's huge. It's I think it's crazy. the biggest television event that's not sport in the world. Wow. And that must be, what, the biggest audience you would ever have performed in if you get to go? I, just a little, yeah. Just probably a just by bit. a few. Just by a couple. Because only two years ago, you were doing your Killing Heidi reunion tour. Your 20-year yeah. reunion tour. What was that like? Amazing, amazing. Yep. You know what? It's actually It actually went so well that we're still doing it. <laughs> we, we sort of come out for the right shows at yep. the right times in the right crowd. You know, it's, it's, the reaction was overwhelming. I thought, how are we going to do this? Is, is anyone going to care about Killing Heidi playing for you? Apparently they do. So we do some really nice shows. We're always touring around with that. Because you've been doing this since you were 13 years mm-hmm. of age, which is crazy. Yeah. Do you think you being in the industry for so long and having probably more experience than really anyone else, does that give you, you think, maybe a little bit of an edge? Well, yeah, I think in some ways it does, which is I'm really appreciating now, you know. Um, I mean, Tanya Doko from Bachelor Girl and I are probably the, the elder statesman of the competition. Yep. And we talk about how sort of used to these big, long, multi-day, multifaceted sort of beasts we are. You know, we've never done this before, we've, but we've done things like it. Yep. So you've got that familiarity with going really hard and conserving a bit of you know fuel in the tank and and not getting as nervous as perhaps some of the young ones but of course they've got the advantage of being new and fresh and super excited so I think it all sort of balances out but I'm, I'm really appreciating my experience now I'm grateful for it. Now I read that Stevie Nicks said to you 
something uh, which made you decide to go solo or to, you know, obviously pursue that. What did she actually say to you to make you want to decide, yep, okay, I'm going to do it? Obviously, anything Stevie Nicks says is... Yeah. It's probably just going to be genius anyway. Yeah, like, uh, to be honest, it's all a bit of a blur. <laughs> I really had, like, tears in my eyes. I was like, oh, my God, it's Stevie! Queen! It's Queen Stevie! I don't know. I was there with my brother Jesse, and I think he literally was, like, getting teary. And I was like, pull it together, man. But I think what she did say, I've thought about it since, I think she said, just keep following your gut. Like, keep trying different things. Because yeah. she was in heaps of different bands other than Fleetwood Mac, mm. and then, of course, Solo as well. And she always wanted to join um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Like she's just she was a real true musician that followed the whim of the music. And look, I've done a lot of different kinds of music as well. Lots of it people don't hear about because it's not exactly like, you know, super commercial or top of the pops, but I keep doing that to keep myself happy. And so that's what my solo career is about too. And it's just about obviously being able to be creative and yeah. allow yourself. Now, of course, we need to talk about Data Dust. Yes. Um, which uh, was written by twenty four years old, Alice Chance, which uh-huh. is really, really cool. Uh, and did you have any involvement in the writing process with, with, with her? No, I basically reworked the song with yep. her. I, I reimagined it. So I did do some structural changes and moved things around, which I guess we call arranging. Yep. But the song was brilliant. It was fully formed. And I thought, you know, I'm a, I'm a really big, passionate supporter of other women, young women. I've yeah. done, done a lot of mentoring, yep. proudly of many artists that are now going off. So yeah. hopefully that's the case for Alice Chance as well, because I heard this song at, in demo form. With somebody else singing, um, Alice's production was totally different. It was very pop and quite kind of soft and almost electronic. But I was like, that is a damn good song. That's got everything I need to sort of rework it into a rock pop song that mm. would really suit me. And we worked on it together and she did some backing vocals and we totally hit it off. Apparently, we're, we're born one day apart, it turns out. And we both were having our birthdays. How and great that. Yeah, she's awesome. Shout out to Alice. And the concept on the song is really cool as well, obviously, about uh, the addiction to social media and how we obviously allow that to kind of take over our lives a lot. Let's play a little bit of it for everybody. I love that. That's sort of surfy Thank rock you. kind of vibe that's going on inside of it. Yeah. Um, really, really cool. And I love that you, with everybody else, everyone's got a different sound. That There's no totally. two songs alike. There's no sound alike. Obviously, you've got Camille Heike, who uses her operatic mm-hmm. and classical training. And obviously, with your rock pop background, you use that in your songs. And everyone's got something different, which is really cool. And you all seem like a nice little family. Oh, my God. We're all such good friends. It's going to be so funny when someone <laughs> actually wins because it's gross, like, how tight we are oh. and how much we are all supporting each other. And I just do not care who wins at all. I know yeah. I don't have a competitive bone in my body. So it's weird for me to be in a competition because yep. music is certainly not a competition to no, me. of course. But... I just love hanging out with these beautiful people and, you know, in a way I hope somebody who is new and maybe hasn't had all of the opportunities before, you know, takes the gong because that's so exciting and I've had so many of those. I've been so blessed to keep sharing music for 20 years and, like, that's such a gift in itself. So I've already won that prize. So maybe it's somebody else's turn. What tattoo are you thinking of getting? Because I know we spoke Uh before about (laughs) getting a tattoo whilst you're here. Well, I'm always thinking of getting tattoos. That's why I was like, tell me who your tattoo is. I need need numbers, I need names. Yeah, I might get a a Eurovision tattoo. Nah, it it won't (laughs) say. Eurovision or something, but it'll be something, something to commemorate. Something associate, 
maybe with yeah. data dust or something like that. Maybe you could get like a little like exactly. microchip, like kind of like. That's g- not a bad idea. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think that kind of yeah. be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you should wait till you see my out- outfit. It's kind of about got, to say the yeah. performance and the outfit mm-hmm. are a big part of Eurovision. Now, did that take a lot? for you to kind of work out and was there, is it has been a lot of coordinating that? Well, I kind of knew exactly who I wanted to go to um, back in Melbourne. I have a, I have an amazing designer who I work with a lot, Alice Edgley. Yep. Her brand Edgley is just, basically she makes very stretchy but very tight spray-on <laughs> cat suits. Which so, for women I'm sure is an absolute blessing when it can stretchy but tight at the same time. It is. You know what? It's for all shapes and sizes. If you if you check her out online, she is so beautiful. She's body positive. She's yep. literally like a, all ages, all shapes, all all ethnicities, all people, um, all, all genders, actually, boys and fellas and people in between love Amazing. to wear them too. She's just wild. She's a total punk. Yeah. And she makes these stuff that I wear on stage. And this time we've really gone to town. <laughs> we've really gone to town. <laughs> well, I'm very excited to see. Thank you so much for, of course, coming in uh, just before you're about to get on stage a little later on. And uh, good luck. Thank hope, you. Uh, hope you do very well. You never and, know. Uh, you know, because I love all of you. So I, I, it's, just, it's like letting my children go on stage and being like... <laughs> I don't know which one I want to win. Maybe we'll all win. Maybe it'll be a massive draw. Just send everyone over. That's a great idea. Let's just do that. Also, SBS can afford it. Can we just want like 12 plane tickets? Please. 20, 20, 40, 40, 100. Let's send the whole country. Let's just go. I love it. Ella Hooper, thank you so much. Thank you. Takeover. This is a Eurovision Takeover. Hey, this is Amy Shepard. Hi, this is Courtney. This is Alfie Curie. Hey, this is Ella Hooper taking over with Joey Grott. Courtney Act. Hello. Hello. Jinx. <laughs> How are you? Well, it's not going to work because I can't need to talk <laughs> during a radio interview. So. I'll just take over. This is a takeover. I am taking over. All right, Courtney, you do it. I'm it's a jinx. It. You're not allowed to talk. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Unjinx. Uh, unjinx. All right. Oh, thank you so much. I it's appreciate right. that. <laughs> Now, first of all, you are a very busy, busy bee at the moment. You obviously are massive in the UK at the moment, you know, with Celebrity Big Brother, which was uh, very fun to watch on YouTube. I was kept up with all the episodes. Very, very fun. And then, of course, coming back with Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. um, Which I think obviously helps out with Eurovision because, uh, you know, then you've got all that dance practice. It has helped me so much because we've been in training four days a week. Four hours a day, five days a week for the last three weeks. So I've been dancing like a crazy person. Like normally when you're performing, when I'm performing, Mm. I try to stand as still as possible when I'm singing. But with Dancing with the Stars, there's no singing. There's just dancing. So I'm whizzing around the dance floor for a minute 20. And then my partner, Josh, and I lay on the floor like. (gasps) 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 And then as soon as we catch our breath, we do it again. So when it came to do Eurovision, the movement and the dancing and the singing and everything, I was like, I am match fit. Yes, I was about to say, you'd be the fittest person on stage at the moment. Wow. Well, the dancers are pretty fit. Yeah. Those poor bastards. I tell you what, they're wearing woolen jumpers. I don't know who's... I mean, I'm in a head-to-toe PVC, but they're in woolen jumpers and full trousers and boots dancing like... Yeah. I think out of everyone, I'm very excited to see what your performance is going to be like because I think it's going to be loud, of course. It's going to be big and... um, you know, is that... Have you worked a lot with getting that ready to go? Yeah. Um, it's just been... It's been a fun creative process. Um, I've been working with um, the Squared Division, who yep. I've, I've worked with. They're an amazing creative team. They do, like... I'm so privileged to be working with them. They did, like, Katy Perry's World Tour and Britney's wow. Vegas concert and the Courtney Act Show Christmas special, <laughs> which just aired on Channel 10 Peach the other night, which was exciting. Love. Even though it was February and it was a Christmas special. <laughs> 
But I figure, you know, Woman's Day comes out weekly and well, Women's exactly. Weekly comes exactly. out monthly. Christmas in Feb, you yeah. know, why not? Why not? Um, but yeah, so it's been a big process getting the creative together, just like going to the, like the singing teacher and like finding out like how to place every single note so that it's like, it's the night you don't want to, you know, mess it up. Yeah, of course. And so just trying to get it all as perfect as possible. Cause I really want to go to Eurovision. Why yeah. would you not? It's 180 million people watching you. Are you serious? Yeah. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, That's 180 crazy. million people. Besides, I was just talking to Ella Hooper about this before. Um, besides the, Olympic Games, it's the biggest televised competition in the world. Are you serious? Yeah. Even bigger than that singing competition in China that Jesse J entered? I just, so that you, was pretty big. You, 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 no, you, I, um, is, that actual, is that an actual thing? Have you not seen that? No. So Jesse J, yep. huge iconic pop star in the West, yeah. went to Asia and she entered. It's a pop, it's like a like an idol or the voice or right. X Factor, but it's for pop stars. It's for pop stars. So for so people, people who, who are already, already fam- Yeah, who are already famous. But yeah. thus far, it had only been pop stars from Asia. Yeah, so right. Jessie J went and entered and wiped the floor singing covers of Whitney Houston songs. That's incredible. And now is known to billions of people all across Asia. Well, you know, one of the biggest markets in the world. So if you can exactly. break it there, you can break it anywhere. If I wanna... you can <laughs> break it there. Sorry. You can break it anywhere. Uh, with... Um, Fight for Love. Now, you have something I think that a lot of other people don't have. You have someone who's helped you out from Kylie Minogue's. Uh, you were at her 50th yeah. birthday. Is that right? I was. Yeah. I feel so. When I when I say that, people are like, oh, all right. I'm like, <laughs> no, I know. It's ridiculous. But, but you had the opportunity to go and talk to one of her writers. Yes. And you decided, stuff this. I'm just going to ask, hey, do you want to like, write a song with me? Hell yeah. yeah. And they said yes. And how good is that? It and was because then... Celebrity Big Brother. So Philly... Mm. Um, and Sky, they're a couple. They're married. Yep. And Philly, she was, she was like, "Oh my God, I loved you on Big Brother. Oh, my husband loved you too. Oh, he he wrote and produced a bunch of tracks on Kylie's Golden album." And then I, and then Sky came over and she was like, "Remember from from Big Brother?" And I was like, "He's not gonna. This is embarrassing." She, and he was like, "Oh my God, yeah. Oh, I love your song, Body Parts." And I was like, "Oh, oh, you you actually know know the name of the yeah. song and everything." And so then I saw them at um, again at Kylie's O2 concert. And we we're all hanging out, having a glass of champers. <laughs> and I just said, do you want to write a Eurovision song? And they said, yes. And we did. And, and this you, is it. Even the video clip, is uh, it's got a little bit of Kylie inspo in it. It does have a, a, a hint of Kylie. I think being an Australian pop performer, yep. well, for me at least, it's very hard to ever put Kylie down because she was such an influence on me growing up. Well, let's play a little bit of the track. Now I think it is Now, when writing this track, obviously uh, being a part of the um, LGBT community, was, is that where we was that at the moment when we were going through the whole process of trying to get you know same sex marriage um, you know across the line? Yeah, I mean, just the idea of, for me, fighting for love wasn't just about you know queer rights, but it was also about fighting for the things that we think are important. Mm. And I think in two thousand and nineteen, um, I think so much benefit will come from looking outside our own little worlds and seeing yep. other people. Uh, who might be just like us but aren't as privileged or as fortunate. So, I mean, for Dancing with the Stars, um, my charity is Black Rainbow, who are a queer 
uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander youth charity. Amazing. So it's kind of that thing where I'm like, well, I'm a queer person and they're queer people, so we have that in common. But also, like, maybe I can look just a bit further than my sort of little privileged existence and see that, you know, there's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander kids in Australia and who also their community need help. Would, it would be so tough, I yeah. think, to come out as being gay oh, in, yeah. in that kind of community. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a struggle, you know, just with being queer, but being yeah. queer and black is kind yep. of like a double... Double whammy. whammy. Yep. Now, I'm going to play you a little audio gift right now because a few weeks ago I spoke to Duncan James from What's Blue. What's an audio gift? Audio gift. You're going to get a little bit of an audio orgasm in your ears. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a G-I-F-T or a G-I-F? A, G- a, little... a graphic interface. I'm going to go, well, I prefer more call it an audio interface. Audio interface. Yeah. I don't know what gift. Uh, anyway, yeah. sorry. I'm, yes, so, back you know to the Duncan point. James from Blue? Oh, yeah, Duncan. Yeah. Yep. So, he is a very big fan. He's my man crush Monday. You. Is he man crush Monday? <laughs> I'm a big Eurovision fan, and I'm actually uh, a huge fan of Courtney Act, um, who's doing super great in the UK at the minute. She's obviously just, um, just she won a Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother over there, and then she has her own TV show over there, and she's just like huge in the UK. Yep. I'm a big, big fan of Courtney. So I know she's doing um, Australia Decides, and I'm really rooting for her because I think she's just great. That was him on the radio. Aww. Duncan, shout out to Thanks, you. Duncan. Um, yeah, so you've got a big fan in blue, obviously, who have been a part of Eurovision before. They, they did have. it back in 2011. Uh, and I think probably one of the best competing groups that ever went to Eurovision for the UK. There you go. Which he, uh, he said that, um, you know. Did he tell you that? He did tell me that. <laughs> he did tell me that, yes. I'm sure yes. it's true. They came 11th with, they, they just said, uh, coming first 10 times. So There you go. Yeah, that's. I think that's a great way to yeah, look at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney, I hope f- I've got my fingers crossed for you. Good Thank luck. You. I think you all are just so lovely. Like, that, that, that's the thing about it. It's not a competition. No. Everyone is just so nice to each other. And it just, you know, you all obviously want to go, but you're all supporting each other at the same time. Um, so that must just be nice not to have that, you know, that vibe, that competition vibe. Well, we haven't met each other yet, so just wait. Like, you know, the nails will come out. <laughs> right now we're all nice as pie, but wait till we get to... No, I'm kidding. We, I'm looking... I've met Shepard. Yep. I met Alfie. Yep. I think that's all. I might have met Tanya Doko back in the noughties, but I don't quite... <laughs> One time at a rave or yeah. something. Yeah. But I, I haven't met everybody else. I'm actually fangirling hard over Electric Fields. Um, I've been listening to their album while getting ready. Their song Nina is so good. And I'm just, yeah. And also Kate's song is epic. I'm excited about everybody. Yeah. Well, she's just, you know, everyone's got something different, which is really, really cool. Obviously with Kate with her operatic singing and her classical background. And then I think yours, I would find as one of the more mainstream kind of tracks you know it's a real pop like a euro of, pop yeah well. euro pop song so um wish you all the best Thank and you. can't wait to see you on tv tonight and see I'm you ex- tonight australia for the performance i'd say vote for me but you know what use your heart vote with whoever you love can we vote more than me. can we vote more than once? oh hell yeah you can vote more than once oh, beautiful then we'll just vote for everyone. and it's 50 percent audience voted so yep. it really counts 50 percent judges 50 percent audience it'll be like a call this number and vote for this number great 55 cents, yeah. you know, interest fees it's apply. a small price to pay. <laughs> for a corniac to go over to Eurovision, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They'll pay for a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. Takeover. This is a Eurovision Takeover. Hey, this is Amy Shepard. Hi, this is Courtney. This is Alfie Curie. Hey, this is Ella Hooper taking over with Joey Groff.
All the stars of Eurovision are coming in today to chat before the show kicks off. And if I'm honest, I'm just sick of talking to George. I just wanted to talk to someone <laughs> else from the Shepherd family. So I've got Amy Shepherd. Hey, the better Shepherd. The better Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the better hair. Yes. Most definitely the better hair. Right. How do you keep that from like, like, is that a Falling lot of work? <laughs> a lot of work? Yeah, it yep. is. Um, I'm going to have to dye it before the show, I think. And um, I don't know. I'll head down to pack fair maybe and get them to retouch <laughs> <laughs> now what was the decision around you guys start going on Eurovision obviously this year is the first year that people yeah. can register and go online and put audio yeah. up and all that kind of stuff um, but you guys are busy as is just as a band so yeah. taking this on as well yeah obviously a big, <laughs> big undertaking yeah well we had they presented us with the opportunity and um, we had on my way already written and we just thought, well, this could be a really cool opportunity to um, release the song in a unique way. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a whole, we've been, we've known about Eurovision for a long time. So now that the opportunity has arisen, like, it's like, cool. Yeah. Now, performance wise, because there's a lot of you on stage, you're the, are you the only group as, a, as, a, yeah. as an ensemble, really, yeah, that's, we are. that's a part of Eurovision? Yeah, I think everyone else is solo acts. So, yeah. Um, I think. That could work in our favour. Well, for sure. But also, has it been, I don't know, you guys aren't a band who would go do it, start doing in-sync dancing or anything no. like of, of that number. You know, is there, have you discussed the performance? Because obviously that's a yeah. big part of Eurovision. Yeah, we were thinking about doing something really quirky and yep. crazy. But then we thought that we'd lose a bit of touch with who we really are. Of course. Yep. So we're just doing what we do. Yep. And um, we're really confident in our song. We like our song. And um We'll see if um, Australia wants to send us. Well, let's play a little bit of the track at the moment. I'm on my way, on my way. Now, I've spoken with George about this many, many times. You guys just have an unreal ability of laying over your voices together. That yeah. is just really, and then you come up with these big choruses with lots of vocal, which yeah. is really, really cool. And I just, when I listen to this, I thought, it's classic Shepherd. It's, <laughs> and, and you are showing, as you said, off what you guys are about and who you truly are. Thank you. Yeah. We're, I mean, it's, it's just a classic Shepherd song. Yeah. And we just hope that people like the song. And um, yeah, we're not doing anything crazy. I'm not growing a beard. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I guess that's lucky. <laughs> well, everyone's got to have a gimmick. Got to have a gimmick. What about the outfits? Because of course yeah. that's another big part of it. Well, this is another thing. I <laughs> I had this amazing like big puffy skirt um, yep. in dress rehearsals yesterday. I was just feeling a little constricted and confined, so um I'm gonna like run around today and try and find a new outfit. Oh my god, which, um, is both daunting and exciting. <laughs> this is the last last minute run to yes. get an outfit. Yeah. I love it. And um, have you guys, as a family or you know separately, watched much of Eurovision before, or we kind of only got into it as, yeah. as Australia started being a part of it? In the last couple of years? Yeah, um, we've always known about Eurovision. Yeah. Um, I knew, like, my parents are big fans of ABBA, so we've always known of Eurovision course. existed and how big it was. Yeah. Um, but now, with Australia being invited to go, it's just opened up a whole new door. And, uh, yeah, it's a really cool avenue and platform for artists to, um, to be seen because we've been lucky. We've had a lot of radio play and support from television. But, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of pop artists don't get that lucky. So, we're, yeah, it's a really cool platform. Is uh, On My Way the start of a, a new Shepherd album? Is there going to be <laughs> is there gonna be something <laughs> going on? Yeah. A little or something? <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the works. Oh, yeah, sure. amazing. That's so, so cool. Well, I'm excited to see you guys on the telly. It's going to be Thank very, you. very cool. Of course, SBS tonight. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go and see these guys. Plus, you're all just such a little family. 
Eurovision family. <laughs> it's not yeah. competitive or, you know, no yeah. one's trying to battle against each other. No, it just look, really I, seems like you're all really nice and just like Yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all in the same boat and yeah. I think... Um, I think the best person's going to win, you know. We're, we're all talented and whoever goes will be cheering them on because any of us deserve to go. And it just makes that process so much easier, I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. Just forget. <laughs> we're just trying to not concentrate on the, on the competition, on competition aspect just of it. Just performing. Performing, doing yeah. what we do, and then Australia gets to decide. And we, I mean, we can't control that, so... We're just doing what we do. Well, Amy, um, I'm going to make sure that you're my, uh, who I interview from now on. George, sorry, mate. <laughs> this, has been too, this has been too good. This has been too, too good. Um, thank you so much and thank good luck you. tonight. Thank you. Takeover. This is a Eurovision Takeover. Hey, this is Amy Shepard. Hi, this is Courtney. This is Alfie Curie. Hey, this is Ella Hooper taking over with Joey Groff. Alfie Akuri, hello! Hello. Mate, <laughs> pleasure to have you in. Um, obviously, you over the last couple of years have just continued to rise and rise and rise through your songs and you know you've been a really great spokesman I think for the um, LGBT community, LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, and this new song um, watching your story on SBS and kind of seeing you know obviously how you discovered your sexuality and who you were and how you battled that with your father and through your family um, this song, I think, is a really big thing for you because this is a, a, a kind of a written letter that you wrote back to yourself as, as a 16-year-old. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a very personal song, actually. It's, um, like you said, it's kind of like speaking to my teenage self. Mm. Um, I was very self-destructive then, I think, because I, I was this closeted teenager. And um, and then the moment that I kind of owned my um, identity is when I kind of started living my life. So yep. I, I just wanted to write a song, you know, for kids in similar situations to myself, um, just to kind of speak to them because that's the, the beauty of music. Like you can communicate with people all around the world through a song, so, yep. which is pretty powerful, I think. Oh, most definitely. And yeah. I think there's a lot of people who would be in the same situation yeah. um, as you've been in before. Now, of course, you were on The Voice with Delta. You won that year. Yes. Uh, and then you've obviously just continued to um, kind of... It, did that... Because you were very secretive about music at the start. You, like, you yeah. had your YouTube account on private. I did. And <laughs> then, <laughs> I don't know everything. Don't you worry about that? There is not a hidden corner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure I got some, found some old MySpace photos somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God, MySpace. <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, like, you, the moment I think that you made your account public, it's also the moment that you decided to come out and, to, and, and decided to really kind of be honest and open with yourself yeah. and with the world. Yeah, I feel sorry for my family. I've come out a few times in my life. <laughs> you know, the, the gay thing, the, the singer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember as a kid, I started that account because I, I, I loved music mm. and, you know, songs like spoke to me, especially when I was, you know, not out. And I just hear songs. I'd be like, oh my God, this singer knows what I'm going through. Yeah. So I just started singing some of those songs and recording them and putting them on this page. But I was never like, I never had the courage to actually make them public. Yep. And then, yeah, the, the moment I did have the courage to sing and uh, I think I made it public and, yeah, that's when I auditioned for The Voice because people started, you know, responding to me saying, oh, you, you got a good voice, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I never actually thought I was any good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you were, you're obviously your worst critic, really, aren't you? Yeah. And The Voice is kind of like a YouTube account. They, no one sees you for a little bit and then once well, uh, right. you make it public, uh, they turn around that's and right. they love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great analogy, guys. I'm very yeah. proud about it. Now, why Eurovision? Why did you decide that you were going to be a part of this year? Obviously... Uh, 
uh, as we've spoken about many times with everybody, uh, this year's different because everyone can register. You can be an unknown. You can be, you know, have That's a 20-year right. career. It doesn't really matter. That's right. Why yeah. did you want to be a part of it? Um, well, initially, I just submitted songs. So I, I um, submitted about five songs because they, they had this competition first to pick this 10 songs for the competition. Right, right? okay. As, song, as a songwriter. As a songwriter. So, and then someone would sing your song. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, um, I submitted songs, but then I decided the week before, actually, I'm going to write a song specifically for it, which was this one. Yep. Um, so they picked my song and then they um, they had given it to this female singer who I, who I love. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we, you know, your song's one of the 10 out of like 700. I'm like, oh, amazing. I thought, oh, I thought they were going to say next, we want you to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we, we're going to get this singer to sing it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, and then literally uh, maybe a month ago, um, they... I think they got they sort of slept with or they lived with my um, version and then they asked me just to perform it myself. Yep. Um, and it's called to myself. Um, and yeah, I, there's, like I couldn't say no to that because like Eurovision is like the, one of the biggest stages in the 100, world. One hundred one hundred eighty million people yeah. watch it. You know, as I think I was speaking with Ella Hooper about it before. You know, besides the Olympics, it's the biggest yeah. televised uh, competition it's around massive. the world. Yeah. And even like just being in this ten, like the the, the amount. Of spread that our songs have had because there's so many crazy Eurovision fans oh, all around the world. Yeah, like they're doing reaction videos to our songs and like it's amazing. And yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you get to be in front of so many different people. Right, you know, whether yeah. it's uh, you know, if you only get obviously through this first round or if you go on to to do the show over uh, overseas. But yeah. you know, have you? gone and decided uh, you know because outfit and of course performance yep. are a big part of it that's right uh yep. is there a, a, a wild stage show that we're going to be able to get are you, um, are you keeping it quite simple how you you know because obviously well, my, the song's my quite, song's quite it's yeah pretty delicate yeah well it starts delicate and yeah. it's um yeah it builds so the audience is a is a important part of my performance in the mm. beginning which we'll see on saturday and then um yeah just blows up at the end which is cool but then my outfit's really cool as well I've worked with this stylist who I met on The Voice years ago and she's made me this really cool um, yeah it's got a bit of bling going on but yeah we'll we'll have to wait until tonight of course we don't want to reveal too much but let's play just a little bit of the track for everyone who hasn't heard it could I do this to myself for so long could I do this to myself you was wrong I can't blame nobody else Obviously, the lyrics really shine through more than anything, I think, in that song. Obviously, and, you know, for a lot of people, when we saw Dami Im win, uh, obviously come second, sorry, um, you know, she had a very highly like emotional and so I did feel like we, yeah. we felt like we won. It was like the <laughs> yeah. first year we'd ever been involved. Yeah. Um, you know, do you think that's going to be something that you've got maybe a little bit different to everybody else's your songs you know lyrically it's you know a really kind of touching song that's going to touch a lot of different obviously touch think, a lot of people I think so and yeah. the, the beauty of this competition is everyone's songs are so different mm. and I actually love all of the songs so I've listened to the playlist and <laughs> yeah but my um, I guess because I wrote mine and yep. it's like the story comes from such a honest place that's going to obviously shine through when yeah. you perform and it. I'm a real emotional singer so yep. I rely on live performances like all I have to do is think about being a teenager when I sing this, and the, the emotions will just pour out. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it pans out tonight. <laughs> well, mate, we uh, we can't wait to uh, see you on stage, and um, I'm so glad that they decided to let you sing your own song. I Thank think you. that's really, really, uh, yeah. I think important. I think for the song, and I think for you as well. So, um, absolute pleasure, and uh, good luck tonight. Got my fingers crossed. Thank there. you. Thanks.